have to hold it so I can clap. I've never had to do it by myself before. Well, guess I'm what? I'm nervous. I don't know if I can. Performance anxiety? Yeah. Sophia and Jesse here. We are driving again to a fucking gig. <laughs> this time to Clovis. To Hot Rocks. Yay, Hot Rocks! Clovis, for those of you not from California, and even for those of you in California. Are from fucking California. <laughs> Clovis is in the Central Valley, about like an hour away from Fresno. Yeah, roughly. So it's, a, it's about a three hour drive for us from, from the Bay Area. Um, we are in hour two. We yeah, have, but we have about 50 minutes left, so. But, like, we're both so funny and enjoy each other's company so much that it feels like a 45-minute drive. Oh, my God. Time <laughs> flies when you're having fun. I personally think I am a delight to be around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always tell Steven, my uh, boyfriend or partner, I don't know, I feel like we've been together for so long that boyfriend just feels like really your life mate right but like i feel like if i say partner then people think that i'm gay which like you know it's fine it's just that i don't want to misrepresent <laughs> well no and in the uk you people use partner all the time so right. i think it's just one of those words that, yeah anyway and i don't want to say like life partner because that just sounds weird i call it i refer, I refer to you as my hetero life mate <laughs> I always tell them, I'm like, no one thinks as, no one thinks I'm as funny as I think I am. <laughs> and then you met me. And then I met you. And we were like, holy shit, we're hilarious. <laughs> we, nobody, let's Matt, start a podcast. <laughs> Matt does not think what I think is funny is funny. Yeah. And then I'll, like, I'll find a, a meme on, on the interwebs and I'll show Matt and he'll be like, this is not funny. And I'll send it to you, and you'll be like, ah! Yeah, dude. I'm like, see? I know. I know. She, I, she gets me. Exactly. I'm like, it's like you don't even know me. <laughs> it's like you don't even know me. Sophia's the only one that appreciates my humor. <laughs> I, rem- I have this memory of um, walking in Glastonbury in the UK and uh, with Philippa, and <laughs> we, we walked past the street called Legit butt close. Shut up! Oh, dead serious. Legit butt close? No, just butt close. I was just saying. <laughs> it, like, was legitimately called this is what its name was. Butt close. B-U-T-T oh close. God. And I lost my shit. I thought it was oh, the yeah. funniest stuff. And yeah, and Philippa was like of course you think that's funny. Because it's it's objectively hilarious. Yes. Butt close. <laughs> And was it was it like Poo Poo Creek that we found the oh, other day? Oh yeah, which is a, an actual Poo Poo Point. Poo Poo Point. <laughs> Apparently, a real place in Washington. Which how I've never heard of it being from Washington State. I don't know. It's funny because you're from Poo Poo Point. <laughs> Go back to your home, Poo Poo Point. <laughs> you know, we probably should have recorded this podcast in hour one, so we not hour like, three, two. 
of our we're, we're delirious. We're, yeah. We've reached the point of del- sheer delirium where we think everything we say is funny. Oh my god. This might all end up on the cutting room floor. No! <laughs> Don't you dare cut poo-poo point. Anyway, we are on our way to Clovis for Hot Rocks, which is run by the wonderful Andali. Yes. Um, I think this is year three or four. <laughs> I don't even know. Check your facts, girl. Yeah, sorry. I should have fact-checked beforehand. It's our second year at yeah. the festival. Um, it, but the festival's been been in, been in existence longer than that. Um, it's a competition slash festival, so they have several different categories um, for dance competition. And then they also have just, like... Um, Open stage? Yeah. Or I guess you have to sign up. It's not just, like, anyone who's up there. Right. But fest- festival festival stage, yeah. yeah. Um, vending. And then tonight is uh, the Friday show at an Indian restaurant, I think. Yeah, and I think Kabila is performing. I don't know. Or is that tomorrow? I think, I think there's going to be some performances tonight. But yeah, there'll be performances tonight. I don't know when Kabila is performing. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll be going for some festivities tonight and then the festival begins in earnest tomorrow with workshops performances and then the gala show um saturday night and then more workshops on sunday so it's a fun little festival you know it's like we've talked before about how uh you know all of the sort of tentpole a lot of the tentpole festivals are kind of have gone by the wayside but there's still lots of really awesome local festivals right and not even festivals just events happening mm-hmm. like i think a couple like last weekend there was like three events going on in the <laughs> bay area and they all collided and you know the, the the scene is still very much thriving even though we don't have these giant festivals anymore mm-hmm. which i this. think they'll come back right eventually everything waxes and wanes um, so we were talking about themed performances last episode. Yep. And somebody sent me a themed performance, and I'm not sure if they want me to say who it was, <laughs> but I wanted to clarify, like, I don't know if we were entirely clear about, like, the, the, the performance that was sent to me was a Christmas-themed ATS performance. One dancer was in all green, the other dancer was in all red. They balanced candy canes that lit up. That lit up, and like they performed to like a like campy version of like what was Rudolph. It? Rudolph, like the Rudolph the Red Nosed Drag, drag queen. queen. Yeah, and it was just I thought it was a delightful fucking performance. It was like a little hofla. Mm-hmm. So I think what we were saying is that there's definitely a time and place for these sorts of like little themed performances if you want to camp it up. But, like, I think our point was we hate it when it's, like, on a professional stage. Right. In contrast with dance forms that lend themselves to themes. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything. We definitely... <laughs> people... We don't think that people shouldn't have fun. Like, right. We're not <laughs> monsters. <laughs> and no. I'm still waiting for... Well, yeah. <laughs> And I'm still waiting for somebody to send me a werewolf bar mitzvah. I know. Disappointed we haven't received that yet. And I'm still trying to convince Sophia to do a What We Do in the Shadows performance. So, 
I'll chip away at her, don't worry. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be that fight. Oh my god. <laughs> and if you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, watch it. Yeah, it is our favorite movie. And I don't buy media anymore. <laughs> I bought that movie. It's so good. It's so, so good. hilarious. And watch the, watch the movie and then watch a TV show. Yeah. You, you, like, if you do those things, you will understand our humor. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then we'll just, just never speak to us ever again. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, so, I guess we were going to talk today about, like, makeup and costuming. I feel like that's... It's kind of something that we've, like, touched on a little bit, but we haven't devoted a lot of time to. Yeah. Um, just kind of... I don't know. We could talk about process. We could talk about um, general feelings on the topic. I don't know. Well, I think the main question that is usually asked to me personally, I don't know what people have asked you about, is like, how did you learn how to do your makeup? And my answer is always YouTube and a lot of trial and error. A lot of trial and error. Yeah, sometimes I'll look at my performance photos from like seven years ago, eight years ago, and be like, wow, what makeup? <laughs> I know. To me, like, all my photos are, like, before I knew how to do my eyebrows and after I knew how to do my eyebrows. <laughs> right. Right. And so a lot of it is practice. A lot of it's trial and error. And you know what? You have to make that time to practice your makeup just as you practice anything else. It's like, definitely a skill, it's, yeah. It's an, a skill you learn. It's not something that you're totally expected to just know how to do. Well, also, it's like, the reason you want to practice it is not just to become proficient, but also because what's going to, like, what you see on a YouTube video or what you see some other technique that someone else uses is not going to necessarily oh, give yeah, you the same too. results on your own face. Like, I... For the longest time, I used to try and follow, you know, like, you buy those little compacts of eyeshadow, and it's got, like, the map on there. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is where you put the dark shadow. This is where you put the light shadow, um, you know, in the crease. And, like, my eye shape is really different. Yeah. And so when I would follow those maps, like, it never really looked right. Right. And it wasn't until I really sat down and, like, practiced and tried different things that I finally figured out like, a method that worked for me and that, like, looked the way that I wanted it to look. So, <clears throat> it really is about, like, yeah, watch stuff on YouTube, but you gotta try it out on your own face, because right. everyone's face is different. Yeah. No, I agree. And, um, I have a very large lid. Like, there, I have a lot of space between my, um like my lash line and where my eyebrow is I feel like so I can get away with a lot of um a lot of dark eyeshadow <laughs> and like a lot of it but when I was um dancing with Philippa she has more hooded eyes mm -hmm. and I would be like go darker and she's like I literally have nowhere to put this eyeshadow. right yeah so you gotta learn like what looks good on your eye shape how to contour and please contour <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you why you don't have to, like, drag queen paint for the back row contour, but if you're dancing on a stage that is very well lit, not having a contour makes you look like <laughs> a flesh balloon <laughs> with, like, two black holes in it. And this is because the, the light 
washes you out. Washes you out completely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing about makeup is, like, at least for me, makeup... Like, I really enjoy the entire process of getting into costume, like, costume, hair, and makeup. Sort of, like, the ritual of it for me. So I enjoy that aspect of it, and... For me, it's part of the entire presentation. Yeah. You know, like, we our costuming is so lush, and there's so much ornamentation that you, for me, it's like you want to bring your face up to the same level as the rest of your costume. Right. And, you know, so it serves that function of, like, creating a cohesive look, but it also is, like, functional in the sense of, like, allowing the audience to see your face. And you're, you're, and you are wearing the costume. The costume isn't wearing you at that point. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe, you know, I've definitely heard sometimes of people being like, I don't wear any makeup when I perform or like, I only wear lipstick when I perform. Mascara and lip gloss. Right. And like, okay. I don't really understand that approach to to like putting your stage look together. I don't understand why that would be, like, a badge of of honor to, like, I don't know, m- maybe people feel like makeup is this superficial thing that is, like, vain to, to care about, but for well, me it's part of the entire stigma. presentation. Yeah, there's definitely the stigma of makeup being for the male gaze and stuff like that, but that is not what it's, it's a part of the ATS look, and it's aesthetic. Yeah. And like you said, you don't want to just... You want your face to match the rest of you. And if you're wearing two 25-yard skirts, coin bra, giant pantaloons, and all this ornamentation and jewelry, like, surely you want your face to sort of blend in. <laughs> right? Like, you don't, you don't want your face to just be, like, naked. Like, not have anything on it. Because then it just looks like you have to wear drag queen lashes. Yeah. But just, but like... something... Bare minimum for me, because I understand that maybe people don't enjoy putting on makeup as much as I do. And the thing is, like, I do not wear a lot of makeup in my day life. Like, and I also came to stage makeup with zero experience. Like, I did not know how to do any makeup shit when I started dancing. None. Like, none whatsoever. Um, Bare minimum, if you're, like, not a person that enjoys putting on makeup. Yeah. It's, like, eyebrows... Yes. Lips. Yes. Maybe a little something on the on the lids. You don't got to do like a full blown smoky eye. Just like something to give it definition. Then I feel like you could probably get away with that as like super bare minimum. Well, yeah, and to me, a little bit of contour to just give your face a bit more shape. If you're on a big stage with a lot of lights, if you're just doing like a hafla in front of people, you don't even need that. Yeah. You don't have to go full contour if you're going to be, like, two feet away from your audience and just, you know, in a hopeless setting. Right. There's a time and a place. Right. But, so, the point, I guess, is that makeup is both, like, functional and also about presentation. Yeah. And part but. of the cohesive <laughs> ATS presentation. And, you know, you watch the old DVD... Yeah, makeup and costuming DVD. It's free. It's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. free on YouTube. And like, what Carolina puts on is is pretty much what you said as far as the basic yeah. minimum presentation, which is like a red lip. I think she preferred like the brown eyeshadows, mm-hmm. just to give your eye a little bit of definition. Black liner, a bindi, 
I don't even think you even really require that. <clears throat> I know some dancers who don't wear it, and it's fine. Um, I don't think Carolina even put on lashes in that DVD. Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah. I prefer giant, big old, fat drag queen lashes. <laughs> but that's just... And so do you, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I'm in costume fully until I have the lashes on. Yeah. And it's like, you know they're big enough when you look up and it's like touching, you can feel it like brushing your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, for me, it's like, I can't wear sunglasses yeah. because they're so big and I have to wear my sunglasses like towards the tip of my nose. The longer the lash, the closer to God. <laughs> we, I mean, we fully recognize that we probably put on a lot more makeup than your average ATS dancer just because it's something we enjoy. Right. But uh, I didn't used to enjoy it. It wasn't something that I, I automatically was good at. Like you said. Like, yeah. I had to... And you know what? I do the same fucking look every damn time <laughs> I perform. And I... That's why I enjoy it. Because it completely took the stress out of it for me. Yeah. I found a look that I liked. And it, it, it matches every single freaking costume. Because it's just black. It's a black smoky eye. No, it's more like a blackout. Let's be real. Like, <laughs> it looks like somebody punched me in the face on both eyes. <laughs> you know, then I pop some lashes on and put on a red lip yeah. and I look good. Like, yeah. And I figured out that's what I like. That's what works for me. I know how to do it in like 10 minutes because I do it over and over again. You, your look doesn't have to change that drastically every time you perform. Find something do it every time get good at it yeah that's my opinion yeah jesse and i i think have different approaches to uh, doing our vastly different approaches because jesse is very fast and i pretty much do this like more or less the same technique but it takes me like twice as long <laughs> i just am slow i'm slow into getting into costume and makeup and that's i know that about myself and i try my best to give myself enough time for me it's like minimum two hours i like having two hours even though i'm fast because i like to just like take my time through it yeah i like to stop have a snack like yeah two hours is, is enough but i can do my whole look in 45 minutes yeah can do it if you had to it's funny because i think once we were talking about how like the amount of time that it takes you to get into costuming, cost, hair, costume, and makeup is however much time you have. <laughs> if yes. you have four hours to get into hair and costume and makeup, you're, you will take all four hours. Yeah. It's like, even though you're doing the same thing, it's like, it will just take up all of that amount of time. If yeah. you have an hour and a half, you'll Guess fucking what? make it work. It's an hour and a half. <laughs> but for me, it's like minimum two hours like if I want to be really good and not be super stressed out then two and a half hours mm. but I mean honestly whoever has two and a half hours of like free time <laughs> yeah when have you ever given yourself two and a half hours to get ready probably I don't know and it probably took me the full two and a half hours should we time ourselves this weekend? No, I don't want to stress myself <laughs> out that way. <laughs> um, Kat Ellen sent us a video that was like, what was it like a 10 minute? 10 minute? 10 minute 
costume and costume makeup? Costume and makeup. So these were cab dancers or oriental dancers, like not tribal dancers. They're from LA, and we'll post the link to the video. Kat <laughs> Allen sent it to us. It's so funny. And we, like, it instantly sent me into, like, a sweat, like a cold sweat, <laughs> trying to think about doing anything in 10 minutes. Like, I don't even you think I could... You can't even put your eyelashes on in 10 minutes. No. I don't... I couldn't even do, like, one thing, like, hair... I don't even think I could just put costume on in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, I could maybe get, like... two skirts on and like a chili but i wouldn't be able to tuck it i wouldn't be able to like put any other shit on (laughs) like just that alone would take me 10 minutes 10 minute tribal right drag on a dime (laughs) but again like i feel like what would be an appropriate amount of time if we were to do a similar challenge i feel like 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god even that like my palms are sweating I used to have this recurring dream when I was a baby dancer of getting to a gig 10 minutes before I was supposed to go on stage and then like frantically trying to get all of the shit on and then like calling my name. Yeah. And all of a sudden your music starts playing. Yeah, your music starts playing and you're like, oh, fuck. Got like one lash hanging off. Just blowing away in the wind. (laughs) I think I could do it in 30 minutes. I know you could do it in 30 minutes. I think I have done it in 30 minutes. Oh my God. I couldn't. I don't even think I could do one eye in 30 minutes. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I think the fastest I've ever gotten into costume was maybe an hour. I think for me it was 45 minutes, but I think I could do it in uh, 30. I think you could do it in 30. Maybe you should maybe you should do that as a challenge. Yeah. And just film it as a time lapse cuz honestly no one's going to sit through half an hour. <laughs> just kidding. Nobody wants to watch you for that long. <laughs> um, well, no, maybe I, was, should... I was going to do a time lapse of me getting into makeup. Possibly not hair, because my hair is so fucking stupid. But uh, at least my face. I think I could do. Oh. I, no, I think I could do like a 15 minute face. I need like, again, I don't wear that much makeup on the daily, but it takes me at least 10 minutes to, like, put my face together on a daily basis. Like, five minutes for me. I mean, I, no, I can do it in five minutes. I do my full, my, my day face, my day beat in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, I mean, all I wear is, like, a BB cream, fucking black as my sole eyeliner, and I fill in my brows. Yeah. And that's it. So it doesn't take me that long. But again, I do the same makeup every fucking day. I better be good at it. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to do any looks. I'm just like, how do I not look like I only got four hours of sleep? (laughs) (laughs) How do I look? (laughs) Use that concealer under eye. Exactly. It's like, how do I go to work and not have people ask me if I'm sick? (laughs) (laughs) Matt, whenever I go out into the living room and I don't have any makeup on, Matt is like, are you feeling okay? But he just doesn't realize it, because 90% of the time I have face on. Yeah. He's like, are you okay? Your face is so red. And I'm like, oh no, my I'm God. just not wearing any fucking makeup, asshole. Dude, I so wish I was as brave as Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah. She's doing that whole, no, my skin just isn't good enough <laughs> to do that. Probably because I wear makeup every day. Um, but I would love to live that life. Yeah. Of, of not putting any makeup on. Right. Like, that used to be my life. And then at some point, 
It wasn't. Same. I went through a, my whole high school career not wearing any makeup. Most of my college experience not wearing any makeup. And then I just started enjoying it more. And it wasn't... I remember being super shamed by somebody a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I know the story. But like, go on. We were in a car together and she was like... Why do you fill in your eyebrows every day? Why do you wear eyeliner every day to appeal the male gaze? And I was like, yes, to appeal the gaze. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was like, you know what, girl? I've been married for a fucking long time. I don't actually give a shit what people think. But I have a medical condition that means I'm losing my goddamn eyebrows. I'm going to fill them in as much as I want. And she got really embarrassed. Well, it's that. like not anyone else's fucking business if you yeah. wear makeup or don't wear makeup or whatever the fucking choose to do with your face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, makeup for the male gaze. Like, honestly, how many women are, are actually putting on a full face of makeup to like, for a dude? Probably well, not most women, honestly. It's like probably the same thing. They're like, I do it so people don't ask me at work if I'm sick. Or they do it because they actually like it. Or they like it. Or, you know, if it's like armor for the world. Yeah, yeah, you feel empowered doing it. Whatever fucking reason you have for putting makeup on is whatever it's Or fine. not putting makeup or on. Or not. Do whatever the hell you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. Anyway. That's what I think. <laughs> End rant. Off my soapbox. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Two hours. Two ideally. Hours, ideally. Could yeah. do it. Well, you could probably do it faster than bitch. <laughs> do you do your hair first or your makeup first? Um, I used to be a hair first person, but I actually now prefer to have the hair be the last thing I possibly do. Is because a... my hair is up so tight and so there's so much shit in <laughs> You're it. You're gonna get a fucking migraine. Exactly. I've started getting, like, headaches and... Especially if I'm waiting around for a long, a long time to perform. Like, I, I don't want to be in hair for that long. Yeah. Um, so I do my makeup first. And I wear the same hair every time, so... You know, it takes me about ten minutes to do my hair. Uh, but I need water to do it because my hair is so curly. It needs water to... <laughs> for me to actually convince it to do the thing I need it to do. Yeah. Um... But I do both of my eyes at the same time. <laughs> oh my god. And I start, I start with my eyes and my eyeshadow so I can like wipe away any sort of eyeshadow fallout without ruining any foundation or, you know, face makeup. So I definitely walk around for a good amount of time with two giant black filled in eyes and yeah. nothing else and I look terrifying <laughs> and I've definitely like gone to the door oh yes We've in all like half makeup yeah that's always fun god our approaches are so different it's so interesting to me because our approaches are completely different I mean except for I also do my hair last but do you start with your eye, your single no. eye? <laughs> so, okay, so I did, I did a live, like, get ready with me, a couple, like, ages ago, like, months ago, and, um, 
revealed to the world that I do one eye at a time. Like I do a, like a complete eye and then I start with my right eye. I do a complete eye and then I do my left eye, which apparently I'm like the only one that does that. Wait, you start with your right eye always? Yeah. I and then do your right. left eye? Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know. I just can't. My eye shapes are really different, so... So are mine. Everybody's eye I shapes are so, different. I guess so, but I just feel like I have to use different techniques on them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I do it, but Cat Ellen was, like, fucking dying. Because she was, like, tuning into this live... <laughs> to this live get ready with me, and I got, like, one eye done. So... Dude, I watched that and was dying. I mean, you've seen me get into makeup before. I know, but for some reason it's different when you're being broadcast to the world. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I it's just how I do it. Yeah. I have to I like want to like finish the whole eye. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't I do my face. I do base layer first, so like concealer, foundation, um uh and then like cream highlight. Yeah. And then like powder over that and yeah. then I do my eyes one at a time. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I do, then I usually do brows after, do you do brows before you do your eyeshadow or do you do your brows first? I mean, after. I do after. Yeah, so eyes, brows, contour, like finish the rest of my face. Yeah. But I also do, like fallout is, or, you know, the struggle is real. Yeah. So... You do your eyes first before your face in case you get fallout. Yeah. And I just do, I like layer on the powder. Yeah. Like I put like extra powder on. And then brush and it then away. And then brush it away. Yeah. So that's another Well, I use technique. so much dark, heavily yeah. pigmented black eyeshadow that I have tried that before and brushed it away and I still have black streaks across my face. <laughs> because the stuff I use is is like the blackest of the black hole eyeshadows. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Bulletproof by Sugar Pill, and it's the best black eyeshadow, in my opinion, and they have the added awesomeness of being cruelty-free and made in the USA. Yeah, Sugar Pill is a great It's a great company. brand. They have really great lipsticks, really great um, eyeshadows, loose glitters, uh, well, like sparklies, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a glitter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, no, I do eyeshadow first. And then I brush away all the excess darkness. <laughs> Usually have to use like a makeup wipe. Because, like, oh my god. Yeah, some days are better than others. Um, and then foundation. Or no, I use a color corrector because I get so red. Mm -hmm. And I use like a green color corrector over the red spots, which are like my cheeks. And like right where the bindi is. Like, I get really red up there for some reason. I don't mm -hmm. know why. And then I put on um, concealer and foundation and stuff like that. And then I do a cream contour. And then I powder over that. And then I do a powder contour and Because like... <laughs> I'm so white. Yeah. I, yeah. I, have to, I have to contour my jaw in. Because don't see my jaw. <laughs> okay, this is what it is. I'm so fucking pale, I, like, reflect light. <laughs> so I have to, like, draw in a jaw or it goes away. I've yeah. seen pictures and video where I'm like, am I just a lump of a human? Like, 
Right. Well, and I mean, that's the thing that we were talking about earlier is like if the stage lighting is going to be really strong, it's going to wash out everything. everything. So adding in that contour and obviously like you're going to adjust the makeup that you do depending on the situation. So like the makeup that you do for stage, like a stage with super bright lights is probably not the same make exact same makeup you're going to do for like a, a super a yeah. hofla where like the audience is really close to you. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. lighting situation is different. And you're probably going to do something a little bit softer, not such a, like a, a harsh contour. Right. I like, I look like a legit crazy person, like with my fucking harsh contour in a, a hofla situation. Yeah. But on the stage you get so, you get, I get so washed out under lights that it looks like I'm barely wearing anything. Yeah. But I get off stage and I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I find eyes, eyes are still the most stressful part for me. It, I really enjoy, like, contouring, I feel like I've got, you know, that doesn't stress me out. It used to. And then it I still stresses out. me out because you fucking leaned into me that one time before a show going, you gonna blend that? Girl! I just, <laughs> come on, I got your back. I know, but I, I was like, I thought I did blend it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked in the mirror and went, oh no, that's like a tiger stripe going See, down my face. Friends don't let friends go on stage without a blended contour. That's <laughs> how much I love you. See, if I'd let you go on there and you saw those fucking photos, you'd been like, why didn't you tell me? I would have slapped you. Exactly. <laughs> and. My, my favorite thing to do is, is the eyeshadow. It's my favorite thing because I know what I have to do. I have a step-by-step process. And my secret to a super dark, if you really want that blackout look, is getting a black eyeliner and literally filling your entire lid <laughs> with black eyeliner and maybe just a, like a little tiny bit above the crease. And then overlaying black eyeshadow on top of that. <laughs> and you will have black the blackest black of the black, black. <laughs> the black eyes. It's like staring into your soul. The void. <laughs> and then I use um, like a very thin little tiny small brush and put that in the black eyeshadow and, and line the under like just below my lower lashes. I don't use eyeliner anymore for that. Yeah, I don't do. I got lazy and I stopped doing eyeliner altogether. I also have like pretty small eyes, so it's like you're not gonna see much. And honestly, most of the liner on your top lid is gonna be like covered by fucking lashes anyway. So yeah, I was like, this is not really adding anything to my look. It's giving me a lot of stress <laughs> and not adding much value. It's funny because I'd still put liquid liner over all the black that I put on. <laughs> I want to sharpen this darkness up, so let's see. Add a you're liquid adding, liner. You're adding dimension. Yeah. Dimension to the darkness. It's <laughs> the name of my next album. Dimension to your darkness? Dimension to the darkness. Oh my god. That's what you said first. Or dimension to the darkness. That's the follow-up. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I really enjoy the entire, like, process of 
getting into costume, getting into makeup, putting on all the layers, and doing the thing. It's nice every once in a while to do it with other people, like, if everyone who's performing can get together and perform, but it's, like, you have to allot yourself way more time for that, because you're gonna be fucking gabbing and, like, dishing and snacking. Snacking. Um, I've had, like, I've heard the best thing ever about putting lashes on. Um, two things, actually. And the reason I really love wearing a lot of black on my eye is because I could literally put the lash anywhere and it'll look like it belongs there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a drag queen that I absolutely love named Trixie Mattel, and you have probably heard us talk about her before, but... Um, she wears so much black eyeliner because she's tricking, you know, she's sort of tricking the eye into thinking that her eye's a lot bigger. But she was just like, I just put it right below the crease of, to my eye because it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> and I was like, she's right. So my, I don't like focus on putting my lashes as close as I can to the lash line anymore. Huh. I just stick them on. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not putting them, like, right in the middle of, of everything, but, yeah. like, I used to be so finicky about, like, getting my actual lashes blended in with a falsie that I would spend a lot of time doing that, and I just oh, don't yeah. do that anymore. I feel like, yeah, early in my makeup days, I used to do the thing, like, curl the lashes. Yeah, I'm just like, no. Put the fucking mascara on, then put the lash on, then put more mascara to, like, blend it. I mean, yeah. for if you're doing like close-up photos where it's gonna show, no, I still don't then... even do that. <laughs> I guess if you're not dancing and you're you're going to like an event where a more demure lash is is called for, and you really want it to blend in with right. your actual your natural lashes, yeah, yeah, then maybe do that. But... A more demure lash. What even? <laughs> is the, what even is the point? I know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what a demure lash is anymore. Oh my god, for the longest time. Actually, this is probably Can I just say my second tip for lashes? Yeah. Oh, it was from Pleasant Gaiman. Um, do you know her? Mm-mm. She's, um, you saw her at CSQ. Um, what's her stage name? Oh god, I'm blanking. Anyway, she said, put the lash glue on your lashes, go pour yourself a glass of wine, have a few sips. And then put your lashes on. Like, yeah, definitely the let time. the glue dry. Anyway, sorry, what was your... No, case? that's a really good tip. I think people really struggle with lashes. Because they don't allow the glue enough time to... They put too set. much glue, and they don't let it dry, and it really needs to dry to the point of being, like, tacky. Yeah. Um, and don't use wig glue for that, please. Who the fuck is using wig glue? Dude, dry queens do it. Well, that's because they got, like, six pairs of lashes on. Yeah, and but like, still... it's not going to stay on. Unless you're really fucking cementing it on there. Yeah. Anyway. Um. We should probably do, we could do like a whole video on lashes. Yeah. I just, so. I guess we could talk about tips. I really feel like a lash adds, a lash adds a lot to your look. I feel like it completes the eye. Yeah. Um. But I get it. You know, some people really don't like the feeling of wearing lashes. Right, but I feel like you can also... A lot of people are afraid to trim them. Right, And they should not be af- afraid to trim your lash. First of all, you want to trim them. You don't want to wear them straight out the box because they're going to probably be way too fucking long 
for your eye. Right. I always trim my lashes. And that's when you get it, like, poking into your tear duct or the corner of your eye, and it's Worst fucking feeling. Yeah. So trim them. Buy a good lash glue. Buy a good lash glue. Let that shit dry. Don't put too much. Oh, you want the one that has the brush applicator? Yeah, the like the Revlon one. Was it like I think it's Revlon. Yeah, Yeah. you have really. I still have Duo that I'm trying. I think Duo also makes a. Yeah, I got the squeezy, dude. So with the squeeze tubes of lash glue, what I like to do is put like a bunch on my hand, like on the top of my hand, and then drag the lash through it. Yeah. Because it gets less glue on it. You're not yeah. you're not in fear of like accidentally squeezing a huge clump of right. fucking glue on it. Do not apply it directly from the fucking tube. Because yeah. that is just a recipe for disaster. I use my hand because whatever, but you could use yeah, a Q tip or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way that shit smells. It smells fucking it weird. It smells right? weird. Um but I really like the the brush applicator. I like those too. I'm just trying to use the last of my shit. No, I get it. And then let it dry. And get a glass, get a glass cup of tea, <laughs> a glass of wine, take a shot, whatever. Pick your, your poison. Yeah. Um, and then, like Jesse said, you don't have to get it right on the lash line. And you also don't have to get it all in one fell swoop. No. Like, what I like to do is, like, more or less get it centered. Get, the, get it centered on, you know, as close to your lash as you can your lash line as you can and then adjust the ends yeah that's what i do too so it's not like it doesn't have to be like a one and done situation <laughs> Some, something i like to do beforehand with brand new lashes if i remember to do it bend them yeah, yeah. bend them and flex them or put some lash glue on them and wait till it gets tacky and then put it around your pinky or your like finger and because that'll help shape them yeah because i have very um I want to say shapely eyes. No, uh, it just... When they come out of the box, they're still so stiff. Flat, yeah, they're, they can be really flat sometimes. Yeah, they can be really flat. So, wearing them on your finger for a little while... It looks like you have little caterpillars on your finger. It's really funny. Um, we both use Princess sugar. Farhana. Damn oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. We both use sugar pill. Yeah, we both use sugar pill lashes. They're super high quality they're more i mean like in terms of spending money on lashes they're definitely like on the pricier side yeah but say, at but least you're not getting those goddamn ardell ones that don't yeah, show up but the thing is like yeah you're paying more than you probably would for like you know the strip lashes from target but you're gonna get a shit ton of uses out of them yes i get at least 10 uses out of at the least. sugar pill i'm more likely to lose a pair than i am to like wear it out <laughs> <laughs> Which is why when they go on sale, I buy like five pairs. Yeah, and I think they're made in the USA, right? Like, I think so. And they're, you know, they're vegan. They're not vegan. They're cruelty free. <laughs> I like um, Becca talks about how after Halloween, her lashes go on sale. Oh yeah. So she like stop stocks up on lashes. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing to do is to go into a Halloween store the day of Halloween and buying like the ridiculous lashes that they have. I just love lashes. I think they're really fun. As soon as you get to the point where you are confident putting them on, here's another tip. Uh, I like to put my elbow down on a surface when I put lashes on because it makes my hand steadier. Mm -hmm. Because I learned when in art school that when you're drawing or painting and you're standing up, resting your hand on something makes your strokes a lot 
uh, cleaner. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you're not shaking and your hand's not like floating in the air, right? Yeah. So rest your hand, your elbow on like, a, I don't fucking know, a table or something. <laughs> and then apply them because you're going to have a lot steadier application. Yeah. What I do is I, I actually have a pair of tweezers. Like oh, special, special lash. They're, so they're, I don't even think they're designed specifically for lash lashes. They're like an angled tweezer. You can, you can find them at Michael's, honestly, like in the jewelry section. Oh, so it's basically okay. just like a tweezer that has like an angle. The end is angled. It's like I know um, you're talking 45 about. degrees yeah. or something. Um, I use those to put my lashes on, which I fucking forgot. Uh, it was with all my, I forgot all my makeup brushes, of course. Um, so I had to buy new ones and my fucking lash tweezers were in there. Anyway, um, so I like to use a tweezer and I actually hold, so you can either, you can either tilt your head back when you're looking into the mirror. Yeah. So that your eyes partially closed. closed. Yeah. Or what I often like to do is hold, like have a, I hold a hand mirror or like a compact, like below your chin. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause then it's, it has the same effect and you're not yeah, like yeah, stressing yeah. your neck. So I just, that's how I like to do it. But I got to see, you can just look in a mirror cause you got big eyes. I got tiny ass little eyes. Got them big eyes. No, I just I have a lot of room. I have a lot of lid space. Yeah. So I'm just like it's like a sticker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We talked about makeup for like 45 minutes, and we could probably go on for another 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's all our the lash tips that I can think of. Um. I love lashes. Me too. I really enjoy it. That's oh, the right brush for the job. That's another thing. Like, <laughs> you know, I used to the hate right tool for the, the job. Yeah, the right brush. Like, I was like, well, I don't need all these fucking brushes. I can just do things with this little sponge. No, I thought I could, but as soon as I got brushes, and they don't even have to be like expensive brushes. You can go to Target and get a twenty dollar set. And have like a good, a decent set of brushes. Isn't that what you just bought, the Sonia? Cash, oh, I think that was ones? like that was like thirty-five bucks, but it was like ten brushes. So oh yeah, Bargain. it's pretty affordable. Yeah, you get yourself a good blender brush for your eyeshadow, a good flat brush to apply all the pigment. Two brushes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, definitely doesn't have to be expensive. One of my no. favorite. I think I talk about this in that live. Um, makeup thing I did, which I can link to in the show notes. One of my favorite brushes is like a $1 brush Yeah, from e.l.f. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, I don't think they make anymore. Because I, I was, when I was looking for brushes, when we stopped at Target, they didn't have it. But, um, it definitely is about, like, the right, like you said, the right brush for the job. Like, I, I remember getting my, one of my first contour brushes and I was like, oh, this is so much easier now. <laughs> and a, a brush that does, like, buffing and blending. And I was just like, God damn it. Yeah. As an art, as an art student, I should have fucking known. <laughs> Elf has... Elf, it stands for Eyes, Eyes Lips, Lips Face. It's like a bargain makeup brand that... Um, they have a website, but they also carry it at Target now. And if you're just getting into makeup, it's a pretty solid place to go for brushes. I... 
my past experience with their actual makeup is not that great. It's um, not very pigmented. Their eyeshadows are not that pigmented, but they did used to have like really good liquid and cream blushes, oh. which I don't use anymore. But um, when I was like really experimenting a lot with makeup, like it was just a pretty affordable way to try a lot of different things yeah. and you could try different techniques. Um, and definitely the brush selection. It's like a good way to try different styles of brushes. And like they're two dollar brushes from when I was experimenting that I still use every time I do makeup. So Yeah. I like um the Sonia Kashuk Kashuk yeah. brushes from Target too. Those are good. Those are also good. It's like there is slightly the price range is like slightly more expensive. But you're still not breaking Elf. the bank. Yeah. It's not like a Mac brush, which is like thirty bucks for a brush and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um one of my favorite brushes actually is from the Balm. Um, that is a San Francisco-based company. They have a website. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you ever have... come to San Francisco, you should definitely check out their store, which is yeah. really awesome. It's on, on like Valencia. I think it's on yeah, Valencia. it's on Valencia. They do really good um, eyebrow yeah. waxing. Anyway, it's one side of it is like a shadow blender, and one side is a shadow applicator. So it's like my go-to brush for everything. Oh, a fucking something Sophia actually introduced me to was a shadow switching pan, which I had no idea uh, like fucking exists. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ugh, changing between black shadow that I use all the fucking time to a lighter shadow was such a pain in the ass. And then you introduced me to this shadow switching pan, which mm-hmm. is like this little sponge. That you use to, it's like a rough sponge. It's like a, I think it's called a stippling sponge. Like if you were just going to buy the raw materials for yeah. it, um, you could get a stippling sponge. Or those um, donuts, those hair donuts. Like yeah, it's like that mesh, that like plastic mesh shit. Well, you can link to it in the yeah. show notes. But like that was literally a game changer for me because I was able to clean off all the black from my brushes really quickly. And uh, switch to a lighter shade to add more dimension and highlight, which was... Ugh. I was like, how did I not have this before? Yeah, that and also, if you don't want to keep, like, ten blending brushes with you for eyeshadow... Yeah. You could just use, like, one or two if you have a this, like, little stippling sponge or shadow I think there's, like, switcher. tutorials on how to make them online. Yeah. Like, you can buy all the materials for them. At, like, a craft store or, yeah. like, the dollar store. Exactly. But it's, like, when if you're doing a super blended outlook, like a smoky eye or something, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to use a clean <laughs> blending brush, right? So not just using, not just using, like, the same blending brush over and over again because it's, it, it's just going to make your life easier to blend out with a clean blending because brush. Because you'll get, you'll, all that pigment that remains within the brush will just muddy up the look. Yeah. So this is why I all, like, my usual kit of brushes that I forgot at home has, like, ten blending brushes in it. There are various different styles of blending brushes, but I usually just have, like, a lot of blending brushes on hand <laughs> so that I can always have, like, a clean one, and I have the little shadow switching thing. But, um, if you're doing any kind of blending, it's just good to, like, clean your brush off with that yeah. shadow switcher thingy. We could talk about makeup forever. I know. I feel like Sorry, it's one of guys. the first things that we bonded over as dancers. That and drag race. Drag race, yeah. which is like, I only started getting into makeup because I was like, became really interested in dra- drag and like 
performance makeup around yeah. the same time. So, and honestly, like probably my best tips makeup came tips, from drag like, queens. Came from drag queens. Yeah. yeah. Watch drag queens get ready. There's a ton of drag tutorials online. And just even watching them is like a form of practice. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you could just, you know, see different techniques and then test them out on your own face later. Yeah. Clovis Hall bingo! Oh my god, we're almost to the hotel. <sighs> anyway, we'll I probably love do talking about <laughs> We'll probably do Maybe we should record while we're getting ready tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe I'll record my time-lapse video tomorrow. Maybe you will. Yeah. Anyway, we'll try and do, like, a recap after the festival or maybe during the festival. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Send us your makeup questions. Yeah! You know, we should do this as, like, a live AMA or something. Like, ask me anything about makeup. Ask me anything, but only about makeup. (laughs) Anything at all, as long as it's about makeup. (laughs) It's dumb. (laughs) Okay. All right, back to the... We're gonna... We're about to get to the hotel. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye! listening to The Q, an ATS podcast with me, Sophia Salazar-Rubio, and Jesse Stanbridge. The music in this episode is A Dancing Tiger by Dam Scray, available from the Free Music Archive. Jesse did do a time lapse of her makeup. Check out the show notes below for the link. And I've also included a link to my live Get Ready With Me video, which includes a lot of helpful makeup tips. Coming up, Jesse, Michio, and I will be teaching a Tessera movement dialect workshop at Sirens Fest in Sebastopol this October. Registration just opened up for that, so uh, check out the show notes below for a link, and we hope to see you there. Catch you next time.